step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be empowered. Be strong. Take charge. Speak life. Live life abundantly. Get with it now. You are now entering the chat room. Health chat with Coach Gene, that is, where we debate, debunk, educate, empower, impart, and raise awareness on all things related to health, healing, and holistic well-being, body, mind, and spirit. Let's go. Yay! Hi! Hi, hi, hi! What's up, everybody? Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another episode here in the chat room. Health Chat with Nurse Coach Jean, that is. I am your hostess with the most health education, information, inspiration, and awareness. And I am so honored, and I give God all the glory and the praise for allowing me this opportunity to join you again. We are in another week. It is a new month, the 11th month of this year, 2021. And I don't know about you, but it seems that if this year has been, it's a blur to me. It seems like we were just in January. We had just kicked off 2021, and here we are in November, but thank God he allowed us to transition into a new month. So let's make it count. Don't wait until January 1st to kick off your wellness goals. You can start right now. As my friend Shay Brown would say, today is your January 1st. So don't wait until then. Start now. It's never too late to develop healthier habits, and to make health a lifestyle. And so with that said, look, if you've been tuning in to Health Chat with Coach Gene for any, I mean any length of time, then you already know how we get down. So let's pray and get it popping. Most gracious Father, we thank you for this gift, this opportunity to share the gift of health, healing, and a holistic approach to well-being with these, your people. I ask and pray that you would forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all sin and all unrighteousness. Create in us a clean heart 
and renew a right spirit within us. Father, I lift up everyone who may be experiencing sickness, illness, disease, or some form of dis-ease. I pray right now for their health, their healing, but not only them, but their entire household. I pray your shalom, your peace that passes all understanding, that it would guard each and every heart and mind. I pray your love, your joy, wholeness, completeness, and protection over each and every one. And may something shared during this week's episode edify and encourage all. And it's in your precious son's name. I do ask and pray. Amen, amen, and amen. This week here in the chat room, we are going to be introducing to you all the practice of Ayurvedic medicine. And so my special guest is Miss Linda Webb. She is an ex-corporate executive turned Ayurvedic practitioner with over 17 years experience in healthcare, pathology, and diagnostics that are specific to chronic disease detection and prevention. She went back to school to obtain her MBA and a master's degree in healthcare management. And throughout her own health journey, she discovered holistic modalities that healed her personally after years of suffering burnout and years of experiencing uh, health challenges specific to women folks. And years later, she left corporate America to obtain her board certification as a certified Ayurvedic practitioner. And she now focuses on the health and well-being of communities and is practicing this ancient wisdom full-time. She is in full-time Ayurvedic practice, full-time Ayurvedic practitioner. And so without further ado, Linda, are you in the virtual building, my friend? I am. Thanks, Jean. I am here. Good to talk to you again. (laughs) I'm so (laughs) great. Happy Thursday. (laughs) Happy Thursday. Hope your day was very productive. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy practice to join me here on the podcast. And so I want to get right into it because you got some information that we need to hear and need to glean from. And so I want to go back to the conversation you and I had the other day. And so, you know, I'm going to be honest with our audience. My audience know I'm straight, no chaser, and I'm very transparent. And so I, you know, when I was studying to obtain my board certification as a holistic nurse, I learned that the practice of Ayurveda embraces the philosophy of body, mind, spirit, you know, all of that, the philosophy of balance, which my practice is based on as well, balance. There must be balance, right, if we are to live healthy, happier lives. And so what exactly is the practice of Ayurvedic medicine? Where did it originate from? And, and just share with what, what all is involved, Linda. Sure, yeah, of course. I'd be happy to. (laughs) I'd be happy to. (laughs) So Ayurvedic medicine, and I can expand on my personal experience uh, of Ayurveda, because that's how I got into this ancient wisdom and medical science. Uh, But Ayurveda 
literally means the knowledge of life. It's the science of life. And it originated over 5,000 years ago in India. So it's this ancient holistic healing system. Like you said, it treats the mind, body, and spirit. But it really focuses on harmonizing the whole individual, the wholeness of the person. And saying that, it, it shares the concept that everybody has a unique constitution, a very unique constitution. And I'll go into depth on that. So, you know, unlike Western medicine, uh, which looks at, you know, the same disease, everybody's the same, the same disease processes, how they work. Ayurveda has a very unique approach as it looks and peels off every layer from the energy in your body to external influences, what's going on internally. So it's not, it's not a one size fits all approach at all. It's very personalized. So I just want to put that out there as well. Uh, So Ayurveda stemmed, like I said, 5,000 years ago, and it started really from uh, meditation and and saints and sages uh, from the concept of working from all layers of observations to listening, inferences, perceptions, and their workings. I mean, this states goes back all the way from, it's a long time ago, from 400 to 200 B.C., so we're talking about this has been around for the longest. It's the oldest healing system. And from that, there's been ancient Hindu teachings that really started to come from these oldest writings called the Rig Veda time. And they're really the oldest Vedic Sanskrit, because Sanskrit is the language of Ayurveda. And Charaka Samhita, who is the doctor of all being of Ayurveda, uh, teached at that time, internal medicine. So there's a Bible, and it's basically the holy grail of Ayurveda, where all the medical doctors in all of India rely on this teaching. Um, And it branches out to not only internal medicine, but toxicology, fertility, pediatrics, rejuvenation, geriatrics. And that is really the base of where this all came from. So it's not just internal medicine. You have all these branches of medical care from this wisdom from the very the very day back in the day and then also surgery is a part of it as well uh so there's a surgery aspect of ayurveda that not something that i do but the five-year medical degree uh degree doctors in india do that as well wow i didn't realize that it branched out into all these different specialties geriatrics and surgery and ob even did you say i'm yeah Yep, that's included in the in the women's health side of everything as well. Yep. Wow. Yep, so right now, wow. yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, no kidding. Because you <laughs> you you a little bit more in depth tonight. Because I, you know, I have a national certification as inpatient OB nurse as well as my board certification in holistic nursing, and I'm like. You look. You done made you done made my antennas go up now because I love the little babies. That's it. little They're so precious, right? They're so precious and innocent. Oh, I just love them. But look, 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 look. I want to ask before I get to you done. You done made me just switch gears right here because with saying that in the different specialties, right? Share with us. Get a little bit more specific about the various health conditions that Ayurvedic medicine treats or can be used for as an alternative. Yeah, so Ayurveda, uh, 
as I always say, it works for every single in Ayurveda, the Bible of Ayurveda. It's every single living creature. Ayurveda helps everything, animals, I mean, plants, and the whole universe, right? So every human being benefits from Ayurvedic medicine. Uh, so, you know, I, I specialize in the things that I struggled with. Most of my life, I had severe health issues, and that's why I left corporate America. That's why I decided to go down the path of true healing versus you know, putting just another medication down my throat. Um, and, you know, autoimmune is one that is rising in the country. And that's something I struggled with for years is autoimmune mm-hmm. uh, and chronic fatigue and digestive system issues and stress, anxiety, depression, everything. Uh, and my job is to focus on prevention, but also the management of these specific diseases. And that's truly what Ayurveda provides. But What's interesting is I'll tell you a little bit more about Ayurveda because they look at things differently than Western and even mm-hmm. Chinese medicine. So for Ayurveda, basically the concept is, and it's the, the significant importance of this, is they say that everybody has their unique constitution. It's their unique prakruti, they call it. And what that means is that the moment that you conceive, right, on conception, that's your true nature. So similar to Western medicine, let's say like they think about genetics, right? Your genetic makeup. This looks upon only at con- conception. So for example, you know, you might, uh, you know, people have tendencies that influence like the thickness of their skin, the shape of their palm, the strength of digestion, even down to their personality type, right? And and how, mm-hmm. how you react to stress. So all of this is coded into your constitution and you're born with it and that never changes that never changes it's interesting so once you have that that's who you are and uh, my job is really looking at all the different layers of this and there's three there's only three right that you're born with Mm -hmm. you can be vata pitta or kapha and everyone has basically everybody has all vata pitta kapha in their system right, or in their body, it's an infinite number of different energy percentages that we have of vata pitta in our body. So <clears throat> that's really the nature of, they're called the three doshas. They're the basic elements that exist within our body. And so those can, they're basically, it's everything in the nature and the universe that we see is in our body. So vata is space and air. Pitta is fire and water. And kapha is earth and water. So our Yvedic belief system has all of these elements in space, all of these uh, microorganisms, the whole universe that is out there is also in you. So your job during this lifetime is post-conception or after you, after birth, right, after creation, your job is to balance these elements, these these five fundamental elements in your body. And that's where I come in as a practitioner to say, okay, you might be a vata pitta or, you know, a vata, a vata pitta or a pitta kapha. So these are your tendencies. This is more your personality. You know, like pitta, for example, um, they're very ambitious people, right? You know, that manager, that athlete, the leaders in the world. Mm-hmm. But when they're right. off balance, yeah, when they're off balance, they're very angry, right? They, they, they can get angry, right, if they're off balance or they might have tendencies to acid reflux, heartburn, mm-hmm. 
So that's really when their pitta has increased. And my job is to look at what are the causes of this increase. And that disease that's originated in their body is called a vikruti. <laughs> so it gets very specific on how this is establishing in somebody's mind, body, and spirit. Wow, you said a mouthful. You said a mouthful. Yeah, it's a lot. So a disease, <laughs> it is a lot. So a disease, yeah. there are elements, right? Or it, and it's all a part of this one big constitution. Like when you mentioned the water, the fire, the earth, and I, the other two I didn't catch. But these are just all the different elements. Right. These are the elements that if you're, you know, constitution, if you're a vata person, you might have 20% pitta, you know, 10% kapha, but you are one dominant of these elements. You're either vata, pitta, or kapha is the dominant one. And so that's really where all these qualities fit together as your prakriti and when you're born. And then through life, disease happens because the environment, right? The external circumstances your thoughts, what's happening in the world, that kind of shifts, that perfect state during creation, right? During creation is you're at that state of who you are, but once you're born, that external environment can cause imbalances. So it's mm -hmm. really, I love Ayurveda so much because it, it teaches you so much about yourself more than anything else. Wow. And, and you know what? And so I, 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 can, I can get with that. I can understand that. And it's, it's amazing how when you go through a, a health challenge or a health crisis, the, 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 the realization of some things, you know, that the things that come into play that you didn't think of prior to that happening to you and how it kind of opens you up to um, allow yourself to be introduced to, you know, like Ayurvedic medicine and other um, alternative treatments, modalities, alternative medicine. You said something key early when, you know, you talked about individualized because health and, and health care, you know, is supposed to be individualized based on the individual person because we know one size does not fit all. And so I want to ask you this. What? Like, if I was to come to you or one of our listeners was to come to you, all right, for treatment account, what, like, what would that look like? Because I think I shared with you the other day how when I was stationed in Korea in 2015, I took a Thanksgiving holiday. I went to Bali, Indonesia, had a whole Julia Roberts Eat, Love, Pray weekend yeah. and did yeah. all of these things. And are you Vedic? And they poured the oil on my head. And so that's what I know it to be, right? When you look at right. five magazines and visit these spots, <laughs> that's what comes to mind because that's what they did to me. So what would an actual visit with you look like? What what would what could we expect? Yes, yes. And I also do I I know I, I'm kind of like, oh, my gosh, Ayurveda is not a spa, but I'll let you know. <laughs> but no, but it is. They, <laughs> I try to tell people it's not a spa treatment, but they, it is, you know, that those are added things on the side that are beneficial for relaxation and stress relief and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that you experienced that because that's a big piece, too, as well on this. But so going back to, you know, my job as a practitioner is I 
find out specifically, I want to understand somebody's imbalance. And like I said, it's their vrkruti, it's called in Sanskrit. So what is disturbing them? How are their vata, pitta, kapha, doshas getting out of balance, out of harmony? And, you know, a lot of this is around their perceptions or their how they're managing their five senses out in the world, because a lot of times they can be watching TV late at night, you know, having insomnia. So what are these causes? Uh, but really what I do is just sit down and go through about an hour and a half consult. And it's really to look at every level, right? Physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, uh, pulling off the layers. And it takes about, I will say an hour and a half. So I say, if you like talking about yourself, go to an Ayurvedic practitioner. <laughs> but you can talk about yourself for a long time because it's a lot of information. Um, and with that, then I design specific personalized based on their diagnosis, right? So what is their di diagnosis in Ayurvedic medicine? And from that diagnosis, the pathological diagnosis, which we have that's different from Western medicine, because our pathology is different from Western, right? On how we look at diseases. And then I formulate specific herbal formulations, uh, you know, therapies, lifestyle regimens, meditation, yoga, nutrition, everything you can think of, even seasonal routines. Uh, and it's pretty extensive from that whole basis. And then I just stay on top and I see how it improves. And a lot mm -hmm. of individuals long-term you know, that were on medications, you know, slowly they think they're saying, wow, there's other options out there that actually nourish my body. It's not a Band-Aid approach. Right. But health is not a bad, it's like, there's no quick fixes. There are right. no quick fixes. There's no magic pill. It takes small, consistent changes over time, incorporating these, 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 these different uh, therapies in conjunction with conventional medicine. Because the truth of the matter is, we need this time. We need conventional Western medicine. We both. But I yep. think that all, exactly, exactly, we you have need both. to learn yep. to work together for what the patient or our client, what, what's in their best interest and what they desire. Because I'm noticing, and I believe you are noticing this as well, more and more people are turning to alternative medicine, alternative therapies, complementary alternative therapies lately in the last year or two or three or so. Would you agree? Oh, 100%. Yes. And for me personally, when I was sick, I... I did both, you know, I noticed what wasn't working and what was, and I just went the route to what, what was working. And for me, it wasn't Western necessarily. It was more Eastern holistic, but without Western and getting the testing done and, and understanding that side of it and emergency medicine, everything is critical. We just need to integrate it. And that, exactly. I, like you said, people are really moving towards understanding that. Right, right. Is it, it, we need to integrate. That is exactly right because I was telling somebody the other day, and I, you and I might have had this conversation. God forbid we walk out of our house and, and get in our car and get in a car accident. We want to go so that we straight to the emergency room and we want them to do what they can for us to stabilize us, right? A woman go in the hospital and have her baby, right? She, she right. wants some. She wants that epidural. She wants, you know, some pain relief. She, you know, to get her through the labor. So we need Western medicine at times, you know, and at times we need to be on medication, right? Realistically. Exactly. But take right. it long enough to stabilize us 
and then from there develop the habit, right? right. That will help to bring the, the lasting change, the healthier changes um, that we desire. And so, I, yeah, I, I, I appreciate what you do and, and all of our functional um, medicine, our naturopathics, our homeopathic, all of it, because, again, I think there's room for all of us, and we all need to work together, partnership, and work together. And so I don't know if you told us this yet. You mentioned, I think you did in so many, in, while you were speaking, um, what led you to be an uh, Ayurvedic practitioner because you yourself uh, had a, a health crisis or a health challenge. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, it's interesting because I, I talk to so many individuals now that, you know, they're um, in that same situation currently, but it's gotten better and better. But mine was over eight years ago where I was, you know, diagnosed with endocrine system issues and autoimmune. And, um, you know, I was in Western, right? And I'm, I was passionate about everything in Western, what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm still, there's so many aspects of it I love as well, like we talked about. But there comes a point, too, where when they were trying to help and, and ways, you know, medication, and they're getting, you know, everybody's getting better at integration, but, you know, just sleep medicine and, you know, do take this medicine and this inhaler. And I got sicker and sicker from medications. I went opposite. I wasn't improving. I got worse. So I went to every single thing over six years. You know, I did acupuncture, massage, Reiki, all holistic modalities, massage, and as much as I can do. And I took so much of my time and investment in healing until I got better and better and better. And I said, I don't want to take medications. They're not helping. And, you know, everyone's different. But for me, it didn't work. And the last straw of it was um, my stepmom that went to Ayurveda because her Western doctor said, that's the way to go because we're your rare form of hepatitis E that you got overseas. It's not, nothing's improving from what we're trying. So I want you to go to Ayurveda. And she improved. And then I said, you know, I need to do this for myself. And I walked out a whole different person. I actually worked with an Ayurvedic doctor for a couple months. Um, my hair grew back. My complexion was brighter. I had the strength, energy, and stamina, and I didn't look back. And I just said, you know, all these together combined helped so much. Um, and I literally, I left corporate America because also I, I knew it was my lifestyle that was holding me back uh, as well. So you have to integrate the lifestyle, or sometimes you have to do a whole reawakening of what your purpose is, right? <laughs> so, right, I, right, yeah. right, because that was me, you know, being a nurse over three decades in 2018 when I went through a suddenly health crisis, you know, with a diagnosis of malignant, a malignant tumor. And, um, you know, during that time on chemotherapy and other things, it, it, I, you know what, you, you sometimes when you're undergoing uh, things like that, you have too much time to think. But anyway, you know, I, I, be, I began to research and, you know, study more environmental health. And that's when I really started looking at health from a whole person, whole body perspective, even though that's how I was trained back in the 80s. But, mm -hmm. you know, for many years, you know, I thought I could outrun a bad diet. It, it, it was what it was. <laughs> but, yeah, it made me take a different look and see things, you know, um, take a different look. It's like I had an epiphany about the healthcare system that I had been a part of for all those years. And 
I don't know. It's just it was an eye opener for me. It was it was really an eye opener for yeah. me. And again, I, I you know I still believe at times we need conventional Western medicine, but yeah, we yep. can definitely um, incorporate the two. And so thank you for sharing that, Linda. Thank you so much for sharing that. And so yes, of course, look. The, the big question, I think, that might be on everybody's mind, right, because healthcare expenditures continue to rise, at least here in the United States. For our listeners who are overseas, because this is global, um, but and I'm sure even overseas healthcare expenditures, even, you know, I, I, I can't really speak to other. I know in Germany where I was stationed at, they had healthcare, the government paid for their healthcare. They straight in some other countries overseas have adopted that. So where, you know, it's government-ran the health care, everybody has health care, period, point blank. Right. But here in the United States, you know, healthcare, the cost of health care continues to rise, like big time. And many time. people, even with insurance, have to pay out-of-pocket costs for care. It is what it is. And then your deductibles and whatever else, right? And so right. what does insurance, does insurance cover Ayurveda medicine. Yes, that is or that is what I'm dreaming about every night because <laughs> that is our goal. Um, we are working towards that, and there's a large group uh, globally uh, that are on committees with conventional medicine because the whole goal, like we said, is conventional medicine and this working together because we believe in both aspects of it. Uh, so that is the next stage, and there's a board called NAMA, National Association um, Ayurvedic Medicine. And so they're working hard on that. But with that, it's just more individuals that see and, and the data behind this, right? And in the U.S., like we have to have more individuals that do this. And, you know, I just experienced um, two large, you know, uh, I guess I had an x-ray and then I was scheduled for an MRI, but because I went through my training and what to do Ayurvedically, I didn't have to get an MRI. And those are very expensive, right? So there's things that we could establish that could help cut the costs in general in this country because it is so expensive. Conventional medicine just alone and asthma, you know, billions of dollars. It's, it's unbelievable the amount of money um, and the medications that aren't picked up even from pharmacies, right? So it's a lot. It is a lot. And even if you have insurance, you still going to come out of pocket for meds. You still going to come out of pocket for meds. I'm retired military. I have TRICARE for retirees. I Now, granted, the cost is, it ranges anywhere from $2 because I'm down now to 3.5 pills and I'm weaning myself off of one of those, you know. But, I, you know, it, it ranges from $2 or one, I think I only paid like less than a dollar, but it can range all the way to, you know, a couple of 20, 30, 40, 50. It just depends what it is. And so, right. you know, when you think about the cost of um, health care, and I remember this this meme or mine, how do you say that word? You know, you're going to pay either yeah. way. You're either going to practice health care, right? And take care of your body, right? Mind, soul, spirit, the whole shebang, right? Every domain. Are you going to pay yep. for it either that way? Are you going to pay being sick and with a cabinet full of medicine and having to go back and forth to the doctor? So people always want to say how expensive it is to eat healthy and be healthy. 
but it's more expensive to be sick. Way more expensive to be sick. Yep, prevention so. is the cheapest route. That's what I always say. It's the most inexpensive route is prevention. Then you don't have yes. to spend all your money on sickness. So, on and it's sickness. stronger than a cure. Exactly. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, we got to learn to eat to live and not live to eat. You know, we've got to have balance in our lives, lifestyle balance, you know, work-life balance. And like you said, that's why I can appreciate the practice of Ayurvedic medicine because it that is really the main gist of it, right, is balance. Am I right? Right. A hundred percent. And I, I just had a, a call with someone, you know, it's interesting how much nutrition is such a factor in how we could reduce the healthcare expenditures. Cause you know, nutrition has saved so many individuals on, on, on their health and just incorporating certain spices in their foods. I mean, there's certain individuals that have felt that something's extremely wrong and they go to the emergency or doctors, but they're have, they're just constipated, right? So it's how can how can we work? I feel like nutrition and herbal um, herbal medications and getting just the, the natural things on this planet that we have to use for our bodies to help in assimilation is the way to go. I agree. I agree. And even now to try to start growing our own vegetables, you know, as much as possible. Too. I mean, it is the way to go. Nutrition is the way to go. And a more, more, more plant-based diet, you know, with our, our fruits, our veggies, our beans, our legumes, our nuts, our seeds. And people think that's boring, but more of that, you know, um, as opposed to, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and in, yeah. in Ayurveda, the one thing I learned my whole life is, man, I wish I knew about these spices because I... I did not cook with the amount of spices I should have, which completely are healing to the body. And that, I was like thinking in Ohio growing up, oh my gosh, all the pizza and <laughs> hamburgers. And I never once thought about cooking with cumin and turmeric and ginger and <laughs> fennel and these nourishing uh, spices that help the body. So it's, it's been great. And it is delicious, isn't it? It is so delicious. Yes. I've, I've, I think, you know, I retired and became more of a uh, chef boyardee, so to speak. But when, you, when you're living a balanced, healthy lifestyle, you, you really have to learn to cook and enjoy cooking, um, you know, for yourself. And so I now incorporate, like you said, the turmeric. I, I, I love, oh, my God, I love turmeric. I love my oregano. I love my basil. I, I, yeah. I love my ginger and my garlics and all of that stuff. And, yeah, it, and my nutritional yeast, I love it. It gives the food such a cheesy flavor because I don't eat cheese. I stop dairy, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I, I totally concur. I totally concur. And so, Linda, what would be one key takeaway you'd like for our audience, our listening audience, to take from tonight, from this week's episode? Well, I, I think it is just really being mindful and aware of your everyday actions, right? So just being in the present moment, but really looking at the mindful awareness of when you wake up in the morning and, you know, having a routine, an Ayurvedic routine is preferred in the morning when you wake up, right? Like scraping your tongue, 
putting even oil on your body every morning to nourish your body, mind, and spirit before you take a shower. Uh, like sesame oil is good right now because it's vata season, so it's very warming to the body. So the, the small mindful approaches in your lifestyle go the longest. Like we said, prevention is stronger than a cure, and I truly believe in this. So if anybody wants yeah. to reach out to me, I can, I can help with workshops as well and, and around this. Um, even nutrition is a big topic. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. But, yeah, cool beans. And so, you know, with that said, because you just led me right into, I want to announce to our listening audience that your girl, Nurse Coach Jean Turner, and health chat with Coach G. It will be, oh my God, drum roll. We will be hosting our very first holistic health and wellness event. It is the Balanced Women's Health Summit. And this event will take place on Saturday, January 29, 2022, online in the virtual space online on the broad on our broadcast page on the Balanced Women's Health Summit broadcast page. And so this is the, yes, the holistic health experience for women and the men in our lives because we want our men to be healthy, healed, and whole as well. And this is the, the experience for women and you two men. You are determined. Look, we got to be determined, all right? We've got to be determined that we're going to take charge of our health, that in 2022, We're not going to go a whole nother year feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, tired, sick and tired. Look, look, a balanced life is full of vitality, energetic. It's a happier life. It's a healthier life. And look, it's time out. We we made health. We made being healthy and, and, and obtaining a state of health and well-being so so freaking difficult and it's not Linda. And so look, the Balanced Women Health Summit is aimed to help simplify the road to well being and equip you, you, our listening audience, with the tools to help you to make the small, consistent lifestyle changes. And so look, health and healing, you heard it, we talked about it. My guest Linda and I, having a balanced life is more than just eating a balanced diet, all right? I say it week in and week out, a holistic approach, right? Our bodies, our mind, our emotions, our spirit man, our social well-being and our relationships, our environmental health and well-being, our sexual health and well-being, all of it, all of it, our professional health and well-being, occupational health, it all matters and there must be balance. And so... For more information, I'm looking for speakers, coaches, experts. Linda, I'd love for you to be a part and join the virtual stage. Look, go to www.thebalancedwoman.life, or you can email me, your girl, Nurse Coach Jean. Y'all know the email, spiritofawarrior.life at gmail.com, or at Nurse Coach Jean. Um, at thebalancedwoman.life or here at Health Chat with Coach Jean at gmail.com for more information. But you will want to be a part of this. 2022, look, time out for these New Year's resolutions. Resolutions do not work. It is time for a revolution, 
a health and wellness revolution and be determined that 2022 is going to be your year that you take charge of your health and become the healthiest you that you can be. Linda, I want to thank you so much for joining me here on this global stage here in the chat room on the global podcast. I appreciate you so much. Please stay in touch. Do not be a stranger. I want to thank my producer, the Batman of Charm City himself, Mr. Jerry Royce Live here at Positive Power XXI. And to all of you, our listening audience, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Health Chat with Coach Gene. And until next time, if God says the same, peace and health, deuces, we are out. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for another episode here in the chat room. Help chat with Coach Jean, that is. Until next time, if God says the same, I pray peace, health, love, and well-being for you and your family. God bless you.